My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bunjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. This episode includes some really distressing content related to sexual assault. If you need help, you can call 1-800-RESPECT or Lifeline on 13 11 14. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. I'm Zara and over the next two weeks, we're going to be bringing you a bonus series featuring our favourite deep dives from 2023. We've put together the best deep dives to listen to on the beach, road tripping when you don't want to speak to the person next to you, or just reflecting on the year that was. Welcome to TDA's Summer Series. A new report was released by the New South Wales Police Watchdog this week. It looked at strip searches across five music festivals in 2021 and 2022, and it found that only 27% of them followed correct police processes. So to talk a little bit about what this all means and what to do if you find yourself being strip searched, we spoke to senior solicitor from the Redfern Legal Centre, Sam Lee. And just keep in mind as you listen to this conversation that Sam practices in New South Wales, but the law is a bit different in other parts of the country. Sam, thanks for joining us on The Daily Oz today. Oh, happy to be here. Thank you. I want to start this conversation by understanding what a strip search is. Yes, well, there's two main searches police undertake. The first one um, usually is a general search. So that's where police can take off your outer clothing, your shoes, hats, but cannot take anything further off. Right. The second type of search is what's known as a strip search. And basically, it's anything beyond a general search. So anything beyond the outer clothing where police require you to take off any inner clothing, that's your T-shirt, your underpants, your bra, even if they're pulling out your pants and looking down into your underwear or pulling out the front of your top and looking into your breast area, then that's still considered a strip search. And if police at a music festival or in any context, but at a music festival do ask to strip search you, are you obliged to let them do that? Look, uh, under the law, uh, strip searches should only be occurring in the most exceptional of circumstances. And Even if there's reasonable suspicion of minor drug possession, that's not enough to meet the legal threshold of conducting a strip search. But what we find happens at music festivals is a very common scenario like this. A, A young person lines up at the festival they, while lining up, a sniffer dog comes near them and may or may not sort of sort of indicate. And police then use that indication, take the person out of the music festival line and straight from that line to a tent where they conduct a full body strip search. Now that is unlawful because, as I said, Uh, you can't go to a strip search without meeting a very high legal threshold. And so the threshold isn't met if a sniffer dog identifies that you might have something on you? No, it's not. In fact, even just a uh, search is not met by a drug dog indicating. If a drug dog indicates, it only gives police powers to question you. It doesn't actually give them the powers to search you. 
before a police officer can search you, they must form under the law what's called reasonable suspicion. And that then gives them the power to search you, but it does not then give them the power to strip search you. What advice do you have for people who are almost mid-process and trying to negotiate their way through what is quite a complex system. It is, and it's a very intimidating system. It's okay for us to talk here in our safe environment, but when you're up against police who usually are carrying firearms, it's a very difficult scenario. The thing I do tell people is if you can't say anything else, the best thing to say is that I do not consent to the search ask them to put on their body-worn video footage and say that when the footage is on. Also get them to note it in their notebook. If you have a friend, you it would be a good idea if the friend um, remembers to film the interaction from a distance. If they film it close up, then it's quite likely they're going to get into trouble and also their phone might be confiscated So filming from a distance could be a real advantage. Unfortunately, even if a a young person says, I don't want to be strip searched, police then may still use force to strip search you or take you for for a search. Look, unless unless you're willing to go into custody and go to a police station, I would not advise to um, start being abrupt and use force against police. It is important just for your own safety to be cooperative. If you are the ages from 10 to 17, then police must, under the law, call a parent or guardian before conducting a strip search. And we're obviously having this conversation today because of this report from the New South Wales Police Infrastructure. You yourself are a lawyer in New South Wales. Do you know if the process that you've walked me through today is the same in other states and territories? There are similar laws in other states and territories, but some are tighter. The better law probably is in the ACT, where police are required to get court permission to undertake a strip search. The law in New South Wales allows a child as young as 10 to be strip searched in front of adult police officers. Uh, it does require parents to be or guardian to be called, but it also the law also allows for an opt-out clause where if police think the search is urgent uh, to protect evidence or for the safety of the child, then they don't have to call the parent or guardian. Right. And I know that you at the Redfern Legal Centre are representing some people in a class action. Uh, So there's multiple people involved in that. That's the idea of a class action. And in that, you're alleging that New South Wales police have done unlawful strip searches. Yes, sorry, the case was filed in the court around July this year. Uh, Anyone that has been strip searched at a music festival within the last six years can still register for that class action. As you rightly say, we are, our submission is that New South Wales police have conducted thousands of unlawful strip searches in New South Wales. And what have the general experiences been of those that you're engaging with so far? Look, so many people are are quite uh, keen to be part of this class action. Uh, Many of my clients have gone through 
horrific circumstances. For example, um, I have permission to share a story of a, a, a young woman. Um, before she went to this music festival, she was sexually assaulted a couple of years beforehand. And while she was waiting in the line at the festival, the police picked her out of the line uh, due to a drug dog indication, took her straight from that line to a, it wasn't a tent, it was uh, like a strange container that they used to conduct some strip searches. She was asked to strip down immediately, uh, take off her bra and underwear. She was also wearing a tampon at the time and asked to remove that tampon and to squat while a police officer moved underneath her to look up into her vagina area. This is how severe some of these cases get. After that, nothing was found and she was then sent out into the music festival and told to, you know, get on with her life. Uh, But in after that event, there was no way she wanted to go enjoy a music festival and was quite traumatised some years later, even after that. That's a, a difficult story to hear. I do also know, Sam, just to end, that we do have some listeners who are police officers themselves. Mm. Uh, and I'd like to perhaps end on a point of what advice do you have for them as young members of the police force in trying to do the right thing in their workplace? Yes, I've been contacted by police officers, the ones who actually find even conducting a strip search quite traumatic themselves. Uh, There's a number of police officers out there that just don't want to undertake these types of searches. What I do say to police is that they need to turn their mind to the legal thresholds. Uh, The legal threshold for strip search is is a really high threshold And unfortunately, what we're seeing on the ground is that police are failing to meet that legal threshold. And that's not necessarily the fault of the the police officer on the ground. It may be that the, you know, that they're not getting the ideal training or culture within the police force to support them in that process. Sam, I really appreciate your time. Oh, thanks so much for your interest in this topic area. New South Wales Police recognised the issues in the audit that we discussed in this episode and said it has taken steps to ensure officers complete mandatory training before conducting searches. And just a note on this episode today, we definitely don't want you to use this episode as legal advice, but if you do think it could be helpful for your friends, why not share it with them to listen to over the weekend? Sam and Zara will be back again next week. Until then, have a great weekend.